Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. It's been break with Vanessa Dion. Um, I'm not able to go live this morning because my other phone died. But it's okay. We're here this morning, and whoever's supposed to hear is going to hear. So, um, yes, yeah, Wednesday is Vin Break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, um, making sure that we're being nurtured and nourished by God, like we're just here to share a space to hear from God, really. And I thank Elder Oliver and his family, his wife, for this opportunity for this platform to um, spread God's word. This is a very powerful platform, and I thank God and Elder Oliver for the opportunity. And before I start, I'm going to pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, thank you, God, for life. Um, Thank you for being God all by yourself, Lord. I know I always start my prayers like this, but you know I have to thank you um, for just being who you are, because without you being who you are, God, I wouldn't be where I am. So I thank you, Lord, for being you alone. I thank you, and I appreciate you, Lord. Um, I thank you for um, family. I thank you for fellowship. I thank you for this atmosphere that we can share, me and the listeners, to speak about you, Lord, and hear from you this morning. Um, I thank you in advance for flowing through me, Lord, and for you um, being the focus this morning. And before I ask you for anything, God, I pray and ask you for forgiveness. Please, God, forgive me for anything wrong I've done, everything wrong I've done. Um, to you, to other people, and sins I've committed to myself, Lord, please forgive me. And I pray for um, my spirit to be watered. I pray for growth. I pray for change. I pray for you to live in me, Lord, so that I can do your will and what you would want me to do, God. I pray for you to live in me so that I can walk like you more and more daily. I pray for you to live in me, God, so that I can, um, you know what I'm saying, just be more like you and choose better decisions. Because I don't always choose the best. So, Lord, I just pray and ask you for you to purify me and live in my heart. Um, I thank you for a wonderful segment, God. I pray for you to remove me out the way and for you to speak to your people, Lord. I pray for change. I pray for growth. I pray for breakthrough. And I thank you in advance for it. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So we're going to jump right into our segment for the day. Um God brought me right back to Isaiah 43. I know I used to go, but God brought me right back to this scripture. I came across two videos this morning using this scripture, and the first one I clicked, I know God had told me to click it. You know how sometimes I have segments where I'm like, I watched six scriptures, I mean, six, six sermons. I watched this many videos. I didn't hear from God, but God spoke directly to me. Well, this morning he spoke directly to me to watch this video, right? And I didn't really take too too much from the video. It was just more of the fact that God wanted me to speak on this scripture again because this was the reference scripture that the pastor had used, Isaiah 43, verses 18 and 19. And that's what we had talked about two weeks ago. So I'm going to go to it in my phone. My other phone turned on. Let me see. I'm about to just go ahead and go live. Give me a second, y'all. I'm going to go ahead and be obedient to the Lord telling me to go live. It must be somebody that needs to hear this. So let, give me a second, y'all, that's listening through the um, radio show. Just give me one second. Because I ain't going to block nothing that God's trying to do this morning, Okay. 
So give me a second. Maybe I should try Facebook Live one day. Hmm. Is that God telling me to go Facebook Live right now? I'm going to do Facebook. Let's try something new. <laughs> and that goes along with what we read in today of allowing God to do something new. I don't even know how to go Facebook Live. That's the thing. Y'all. Okay, do I just need to do a little more research and then come back to it? Because I don't even know how to go Facebook Live. Okay. I might just have to just stick with Instagram, do more research, and then go Facebook Live because I don't know what I'm doing. Oh, found it. Okay. Oh, I'm scared, y'all. I'm scared. Scared. Okay. But I'm going to move in obedience. I'm going to move in obedience. I don't even know how to work this. I'm okay. I don't know how to work that, but I have it on. I'm on Facebook Live right now. Hey y'all, good morning. Um, it's been break with Vanessa Dion, and every Wednesday we check our spiritual vitals, making sure we're aligned with where God wants us to be. I already started the segment. We're just gonna jump in. Okay, Isaiah 43 verses 18 and 19 um, is the scripture reading for this morning. God had placed this on my heart two weeks ago, I believe, or maybe it was three weeks ago, but it's placed on my heart again to talk about. So. I'm going to be obedient, and I'm going to do that. But I'm going to read it. It says, forget the things that happened in the past. Do not keep thinking about them. I'm about to do something new. It is beginning to happen even now. Don't you see it coming? I'm going to make a way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. And one thing I want to say to us is for us to stay focused on what God is doing in this present season. Okay, what God is doing right now, I understand that we can um, sometimes get wrapped up in what happened before or how God moved before or what he did in the last season for me or how he, what he, I can't say what he didn't. No, sometimes God doesn't do things for us. So we can get wrapped up in what didn't happen or how, you know what I'm saying, how things were a certain way in the season before this one. But God is telling us, telling the people of Israel to stay focused on what he, God is doing right now. You get what I'm saying? And God initiates change in our lives. We have to be willing to flow with it. God will try to, you know, he'll initiate the push. He will give us that, 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 that pat on our back to, okay, my child, it's time to move. Okay, my child, it's time for something new. Okay, my child, it's time for change. He will initiate the change, but it's up to us to flow with that change and accept change and embody that change in our lives. You get what I'm saying? And Isaiah the prophet is the one talking. He's the one translating to the people of, of, you know what I'm saying, the people what God is saying to them. You get what I'm saying? And one of the things is, is for us to be focused. Focus on what's going on right now, presently in your life. You get what I'm saying? What God is saying to his people. And I want to encourage everybody this morning. What I got from this was so much encouragement to keep pressing on, keep moving forward, no matter how the last situation turned out, no matter what they said about you last season. You get what I'm saying? Stay focused on what God is doing this season right now. Don't worry about how how last season you were labeled as Miss Can't Get Right. 
You was the one that I was always in trouble, always had something going on, always this and that. It doesn't matter what your last season looked like. Allow God to do something new. You get what I'm saying? Allow God to, to, to erase your past, erase erase, make you new and whole again. You get what I'm saying? Allow God to be that God for you in this present season in your life. I guess I'm trying to emphasize to be present in the moment God has you right now. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter how it panned out the last time. God can do something new right now. Allow God to do something new. You get what I'm saying? And sometimes Bad habits and bad ways and bad way bad tactics, bad techniques, bad ways of of us just being us or that's just how I am or that's just how I handle things, that's just how I do can keep us bounded bound. It can from what God has for us just because we don't want to change who we are or we don't want to change how we handle things or handle situations in life. We wanna stay with our same routine and stick with what we know. You get what I'm saying? Versus allowing God to create in us a new heart, a clean heart, and let go of those bad habits. When it says, what is the scripture? I'm about to do something new. It's beginning to happen even now. That can even be with you and your spirit and who you are. Allow God to create a new you. Allow God to, to purify you. Allow God to give you what you need for this season to be exactly who he wants you to be. It doesn't matter what you did in the past. If God has forgiven you and then erased it, stop holding on. Let go of those bad habits. Let go of those old ways of living. Let go of what you're sometimes the thing, sometimes the bad habits have already let us go. We're just holding on to them off of maybe fear or off of maybe like, I don't know how to change. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to start. Just do the first, just do the first step that God gave you. You get what I'm saying? And everything will pan out how it's supposed to. But sometimes we're holding ourselves back from our new season because we're holding on to bad habits in old ways of doing things. You get what I'm saying? And one other thing that we need to stop doing is stop looking back or second-guessing ourselves. Stop second-guessing what God is doing. Stop looking back and saying, well, maybe well, maybe God isn't telling me to do this. Well, maybe, you know what I'm saying, or this seems a little too, you know what I'm saying, sometimes we can suck ourselves out of our blessings. Sometimes we can hold ourselves back from where God is taking us. You know you get what I'm saying? So we have to allow God to do something new. I'm begin- it says, I'm about to do something new. It is beginning to happen even now. Don't you see it coming? We have to allow that. You know what I'm saying? We have, to, we have to see it coming. The don't you see it coming, we have to remain faithful in that promise, remain faithful in that new season. Don't you see it coming? That's hope. Don't lose hope. Don't you see it coming? That's that hope in our heart that we should have. Don't you see it coming? Don't give up. Even when you can't see it yet, know that God is working. Don't you see it coming? That's that faith that has to activate now. God is moving. God is going to do it. God is there. He said, I'm beginning to do something new. Forget the past. Don't keep thinking about that. I'm doing something new. Don't you see it coming? Now, that's us. That's, that part is on us to see it. That's on us to remain faithful in it. That's on us to put on our spiritual eyes, verse, our spiritual eyes over what our physical sees. Our physical may see a crazy situation in front of us, but our spiritual eyes see God moving. You ever get that feeling on you like you're literally in, in a tough season, a tough situation, but you know God is working. What you see is this like, Lord, how you going to do it? But when you put on that spirit, those spiritual eyes, it's like, but, Lord, I know you're doing it. You know what I mean? 
Don't you see it coming? That's that spirit that has to activate in you. That faith that you've been praying for, that 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 hope that you've been longing for, that has to activate inside of you. You get what I'm saying? Because we don't want to miss what God is doing. And um, Isaiah tells them in verse 19, I'm going to make a way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. But I'm out of that's the scripture. And I'm saying, but they have to move forward in order to get that. You get what I'm saying? God, it's, it's, it's being translated. God is saying to them, I'm going to make a way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. But it's on the people to move forward in order to get to that. You get what I'm saying? Sometimes we keep ourselves bound from the blessings of God and what he wants to do with our life. That peace that you're longing for, that joy that you're longing for, that family to come together that you're longing for, that husband to get right, that brother to get right, that, that friend to, to come out of this situation, whatever you're longing for in your heart, you have to move forward in order to get to it. Allow God to push you into your blessing, okay? That, that push that, you, that you're feeling, that push of growth, that push of change, that push of something new, allow God to give you that push on your back into what he wants for you. He's a good God, okay? He's a great God. Let him push you into what he has. And we have to let go. Also, what God gave me is to let go of the expectation of how God is going to do that new something, how he's going to move for you how he will move this time because the people of Israel, they were brought out of Egypt. The party, he parted the Red Seas. He did this for them, but forget that. Forget what I did in the past. Forget those things that happened in the past. Don't keep thinking about them. I'm going to do something new. Don't put expectation on how God is going to move in your life. Just just because he moved a certain way last season, just because he moved a certain season, a certain way two seasons ago, doesn't mean he's going to move that same way this time. You get what I'm saying? So this can be a part of the forget the things of the past, that part in verse 18. God brought you out of the previous situation a certain way, and you should be you – don't, don't expect him to do it that same way again. Let him do something new. You get what I'm saying? Um, God can have – what did I write? Let me go back to my notes. He could have a new plan, a new way, a new technique, a new strategy, but because we have our own will, we are standing in God's way of really moving. Because we have our own way of how it's going to happen, because we have a certain way in our head panned out of how God is, how how God has to move, or how we expect Him to move, or how we want Him to move, or how it could be, and that's and that's not necessarily terrible. It's still hope. It's still God is going to move. But I'm just wanting to encourage somebody to let go of that expectation and give Him free will, give Him the will over your life to do it how He wants to. You know what I mean? Maybe we'll get to it a little faster if we give Him total control. Because sometimes. We that can be our that can be ourselves that can be a lack of faith. Follow me. That can be a lack of faith by us holding on to how we want him to do it because we have a sense of control over the situation still. You know what I mean? Like the God, I want you to move this way in my life because uh, uh, does that really require faith though? You know, if you know that it's gonna work out and you have it all pinned out of how it's gonna work out, does that really require faith? You get what I'm saying? Like, allow God to spin that thing. Allow God to to leave you a little clueless. Let him really work so he can get the glory. You get what I'm saying? Let God really work so he can, so it, it can, it can be to where you can say, you know what, Lord, I know you did it. You get what I'm saying? Because you took your hands off of it. You let go of control. It's, it's, it had to be God. You know, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes we can stand in our own way because we have our own will of how we want it to happen as well. 
Lord, you brought me out this time, this way, this time, this, this, uh, sorry, Lord, you brought me out this way, this last season, when I was in this rough place financially last season, this is how you did it. And we could be expecting God to do it that same way. You know what I mean? I'm just saying to let go of control totally and allow God to do that new thing in your life. You get what I'm saying? And that's not, and that's not just with the blessing. That's with his way of doing it as well. Allow God to do it the way that he wants to. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to read the scripture one more time. It says, forget the things that happened in the past. Do not keep thinking about them. I'm about to do something new. It is beginning to happen even now. Don't you see it coming? I'm going to make a way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. Let God do the impossible in your life. I'm going to make way for you to go through the desert. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. That is a promise that I'm going to do the impossible. I'm going to do the the spontaneous, the miraculous. I'm a God that is a good God, and I will do this for you. It tells us, but don't you see it coming? We have to have that faith and that hope that God is going to do it. It also tells us forget the things that happened in the past. Don't keep thinking about them. We have to let go of past situations, past period, and it's just encouraging us to live in the present and let God do a new thing in your life. No matter how it panned out, if it was negative or positive in the past, let God start a new slate and do something brand new for you in your life, okay? Allow God to do that. And it may get – you may be weary right now. Or you may it may look impossible, but that's why it's the part of don't you see it coming. We have to remain faithful in that tough time. We have to remain faithful in that tough season. We have to remain faithful even when it looks impossible. It tells us it's a promise he will do the impossible for you. I will make streams of water in the dry and empty land. We have to remain faithful, though, and focused, focused and faithful. It says, don't keep thinking about those old things. Stay focused on what I'm doing right now. Allow God to move in your life. Allow him to push you. Let him push you. He'll initiate the push, but, yeah, I'm saying it's up to us to be willing to flow with where he's taking us. So, yeah, that's that. That's that um, topic or whatever. (laughs) I'm going to move forward. And it's um, two more things I want to talk about. They're really quick and brief, though. The first thing is, I wanted to talk about, y'all know I'm on my um, journey of no alcohol. I am. This is the thing that my best friend had told me. Because I was getting a little weary um, this past week um, telling her, like, oh, my goodness, my life messed up, y'all. Okay. It's okay, now. Okay, it's back. Um, I was getting a little weary this week, and I was talking to my best friend and, like, telling her, like, you know, I was talking to a few of my friends, but telling them, um, it just started to get a little um, discouraging that I've only, it feels like, I was starting to say, it's only been two months, though. You know, like, it's only been two months, it's only been two months, but I was talking to my best friend, and she said, look at it like, it's only been 60 days. You get what I'm saying? Not only, but it has been 60 days. Um, So that's some, some, something I want to encourage other people to do. Whatever journey that you're on, look at it from a different perspective, a different angle, a different way, because you're still doing something good. Sometimes we just got to shift our perspective on the situation. So I had calculated it, and I'm 82 days into my journey. And um, it's hard right now, y'all. Like, I'm under attack real, real bad. Like, <laughs> like I, I am. I can't lie and say I'm not. I'm definitely under attack right now. And um, 
this past Sunday, this is the other topic I want to talk about. I guess I'll just mash them together and let God move how he wants to. But this past Sunday, um, at the altar, I had, like, I went to church. I had, like, a pour out to God. Like, it was me and God in the room. Like, literally, I'm pouring out. Y'all, I'm not in. Um, I, I'm a mess. And it was for, like, three reasons, but the first reason that came to my mind to make me snot and I ended with the same reason is, and I'm going to be raw and transparent and be honest, I want to drink. Like, and I, this is a hard journey right now for me. Um, that moment at the altar was very raw between me and God, and I was telling him, Lord, like, one, I thanked him. I'm like, thank you, Lord, for bringing me this far. Thank you, Lord, for giving me your strength, because in my own strength, baby, it would have been over with. So thank you, Lord, for your strength that you've given me to get through this. Um, thank you for your power, your might that you've given me to keep pushing. You know, I thanked him first, and then I just went into, but, Lord, I need more. <laughs> I need more strength um, daily. This is a day. I'm literally talking to him, y'all. Like, this is a daily walk, God. I need strength to keep going because I want to I wanna drink. So I need you so I can keep going, so I can keep pushing. And these 82 days have been a constant daily walk. And they say, like, after 21 days, things become a habit. You know, I haven't went back to maybe – I've broke the habit, but what happens when the habit is broke, but you're the the thirst is still there? You know, the habit is broke, but the urge isn't gone. See, what I'm saying like I'm not gonna go back, but what happens when I still wanna go back? You know what I mean? So like, okay, my uh, one of my friends, I like to call her my homegirl. She and my friend, she my homegirl. She had sent me this song. It reminded her of me. It says, 10 months sober, I must admit, just because you're clean doesn't mean you don't miss it. 10 months older, I won't give in. Now that I'm clean, I'm never going to risk it. So what just hit me was the 10 months older, I won't give in. You know, we grow with wisdom, and God reveals things to us as we keep flowing um, in the season that he has us. You know, he will reveal things and drop things into your spirit as you keep going. He may not give you the full um, reason why you're in it at first. No, when you jump in it, he may not give you the why. He's pushing you in this direction. He just tells you to go. And in this situation, I was willing. It was like almost as if he snatched the bottle from me, you know. So that's why I feel like it's tough because it wasn't like this big epiphany I had of like, oh, my gosh, yes, I'm going to get Like it wasn't this big old, you know what I'm saying, like, it's like God snatched the bottle from me versus me actually willingly, like, being like, okay, God, here you go. I want to give this to you. Like, no, it didn't happen like that for me. So with that being said, um, God gives you wisdom as you go through those tough seasons in your life and tells you the why. He'll drop little nuggets of why this is happening, why he's moving this way, why he's doing this, da 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 He'll let you know why. And um, I feel like, where was I going with that? I, oh, that with wisdom, um, with you gaining wisdom in your situation, 
You know what I'm saying? Allow that to push you to keep going, too. I think I'm talking to myself, really. Is the things that God is putting in my spirit, I can use those as my strength. You get what I mean? Like, I can use those as as my reasons of why to keep going versus, like, focusing on how much I want to drink. Remember why God is bringing me out. You know, instead of focusing so much on, oh, but I want to go back, think about, but why is God pushing you out of it? You know what I mean? So, and he'll reveal the big picture. I can't wait till I can look back and be like, Lord, this is why you did it, you know? And I know one of the reasons that I shared with y'all was about the spiritual um, hold it had on me. I know that's why. Um, And I pray that the other reason is because of family. Like, I feel like me giving this up will save my family in some way. And I pray that that's what happens. So, um, I just thank God for this season. Even though it don't feel good, even though it's not ideal of where I what I necessarily want to do, God is pushing me into this. But you know what? Like I said before, God initiates change in our lives. We have to be willing to flow with it, though. God is not going to make me do anything. Um, Even when we end up in those really bad situations, you still have free will to go back if you want to. But we have to allow God to push us and do that new thing in our lives. Don't you see it coming? (laughs) So I have to stay firm on the don't you see it coming and have that faith and hope that God is doing something in my life. And I see it coming with my family. I don't know in what way yet. Like I said, God gives us little nuggets as we move. But, yeah, and a part of that don't you see it coming and staying faithful goes into my other topic of me being at that altar. And I've realized and noticed this past week that um, every time I have a pour out to God at the altar, I have a really raw moment, a transparent moment with God. I'm really raw open with him. I have one of those good prayers at the altar. This uh, last Sunday, I had like six people feeling how, I guess how heavy I was or my spirit or whatever, coming up to me, praying for me at the altar, y'all. So it's like when I have one of those really good raw moments with God, I realize I get tested with the same thing at the church. I realize that. And you know how I realize that I always get tempted with the same exact thing is I started to have the same thought process. Like, I had the thought process of, Nessa, you know that you just went to the altar and had a really good moment with God. Don't fall back into this um, t- temptation. Don't go backwards into that temptation that you just was working hard to get out of. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just had, and it's not about drinking. It's a whole other area in my life that I really don't struggle with on a daily. But every time I come from the altar, I get tempted with this same thing. And I, like I said, I realized it is because I started to have the same thought process of, Nessa, you just left the altar. I'm like, hold on. I've heard me say this to me before. <laughs> like, this is too familiar. This conversation right now is way too familiar. You get what I'm saying? So we have to be able to recognize the enemy's tactics because sometimes he'll keep throwing that. If that same thing keep working, he's going to keep throwing that same thing. You know what I'm saying? If that same thing uh, works the last time to get you to whatever, 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 fall into temptation, he going to keep throwing that same thing. So it's important for us to pay attention to ourselves. And like I said, I, I noticed that same thought, thought process. So um, I just, I guess, wanted to share that part to encourage everybody to overcome that same test that's going on in your life and pay attention to when you realize it's the same test over and over and over. Saying pay attention to yourself more. Be, move a little slower. Pay attention to your thoughts and your thought processes um, through life. But, yeah, um, that wraps up our segment for this, for today. 
I love y'all. I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness. Follow Vent Break on Instagram if you don't already. Vent Break, V-E-N-T-B-R-E-A-K for spiritual vitamins. And God is leading me to Romans 10, verses 9 and 10, to go ahead and read it. Um, Let me go to it. I'm going to be obedient. Romans 10, verses 9 and 10. Say with your mouth, Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. Then you will be saved. With your heart, you believe and are made right with God. With your mouth, you say what you believe, and so you are saved. So I'm just wanting to encourage somebody to, you know, allow Jesus into your heart. Believe that he's the son of God. Um, believe that he rose on the third day. Let him in your heart and rush to that church to go get baptized and receive the Holy Spirit. Um, I love you. I pray that we soak in self-love and awareness and make today a great day.